You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Three and one, two gone, top half of the seventh. The 4-3 Cardinals lead. The set again, the pitch. Swing and a miss on a change. Dandy, dandy, off-speed pitch at 81. Very pedestrian miles an hour. Yeah, how about the confidence to throw that behind in the count? To Paul Goldschmidt. To anybody, really. Welcome to another Astros podcast. Swing and a miss, strike three. Holy smoke, came right back with 91 over the outer third. Goldschmidt overmatched by Forrest Whitley. And that puts an end to the top half of the seventh. And greetings from Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium in Jupiter, Florida, where today the Houston Astros take on the St. Louis Cardinals in Grapefruit League action. Yesterday in West Palm Beach, these two teams hooked up, and the Cardinals picked up a 6-3 win over the Astros. Garrett Cole started three scoreless innings with three strikeouts. Alex DeGote, 2-4 for four with a double and an RBI, as the Astros are now 7-6-2 and two on the spring. Time for today's pitching matchup brought to you by Houston Methodist, official health care provider for the Houston Astros, Houston Methodist leading medicine. Once again, joined by Mike Caps, the voice of the AAA Round Rock Express, who are back as an Astros affiliate in 2019. And Colin McHugh getting the ball for the Astros today, Mike. And he skipped a turn because he had some, some back soreness and has only made one spring start so far. And A.J. Hintz saying, you know, he, he can't really have any more setbacks at this point if he's going to be in the rotation. There's no doubt about it. But isn't it a luxury to have a guy like Colin McHugh, who's been a starter and then had a great run as a reliever, knows both ends of that spectrum, just brings so much to the table in terms of his stuff and his ability to handle hitters. Indeed he does. And looking forward to watching him today. And Adam Wainwright getting the ball for the Cardinals. And Wainwright, he's dealt with injuries the, the last couple of years, only made last only made eight starts last season because of an elbow injury and a hamstring injury. He was on the DL three different times, and he's been all reliable for the Cardinals for a very long time, but maybe starting to change a little bit. Well, I think that's probably true, and I think uh, maybe a fifth starter role for him is in the cards, uh, pardon the pun. But uh, a veteran and should be some fun to watch. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models. Official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, Colin McHugh getting the ball today after missing his uh, last turn in the rotation and coming out early in his first spring training start with the back issue. Alex Bregman back in the lineup today as Bregman uh, had to deal with a, a back issue as well. Only played two innings uh, three days ago in his last spring training game. And we were expecting to see Jose Altuve today, but we got word not too long ago he's gotten scratched, still dealing with that that left side store. And apparently A.J. Hinch not too concerned. It's still early. He's not, and he told us yesterday, you know, I'm going to take my time with these guys. There's no sense at this juncture of spring training doing something silly, doing something stupid, and, and exacerbating a problem. And that's so wise. It definitely is, and look forward to seeing Altuve back out there in short order. Coming up next, we'll hear from Jamie Ritchie, one of the catchers in Astros camp, but now this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that goodbye into the Landry's Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bach? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh-inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. 
Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Jamie Ritchie in camp, one of the Astros catchers. And uh, how much of a difference is it going from your first big league camp to your second big league camp and so on and so forth, just getting more comfortable? Yeah, this year I was definitely more relaxed coming into camp. Um, I was definitely a lot more nervous last year, but this this camp I've had more of a routine. You learn from the older guys. To, uh, they get here so early, and uh, we kind of learn to manage your time a lot better, and there's really no sitting around. Um, last year I was kind of trying to find that little what what to do every day in the morning, but this year it's been a lot easier and gone a lot smoother for me. And the expectation is for the, the young guys like you to, to be here pretty early, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you don't want to show up past 7 o'clock. That's like the latest time you want to get here, but I try to get here pretty early every morning and um, not be in the locker room too much, just be in the gym warming up, get my arm loose, hitting in the cage, all that type of stuff. Just trying to find things to, to, to stay loose and to get into a routine. How have, have there been certain guys who've kind of helped you with that? Last year, McCann definitely was a good role model. Um, Trinos, too, he's he's been great. He's uh, a great role model to follow. He's here every single morning and getting his body ready. And um, you can tell that he takes care of himself uh, in the weight room and nutritional-wise, too. So he's been, he's been good to follow and watch as well. Had a pretty good year last year between Fresno and, and Corpus Christi. Uh, did you feel like things started to click for you at a certain point last year? Were you feeling good all season? I know it can be tough for, for a catcher to feel good all the time. Yeah, um, yeah, I struggled a little bit last year at the beginning of Corpus Christi. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think a month in I started to feel more comfortable in the box. And it's just that little bit of adjustment period no matter what level you're at. It's just getting comfortable in the box. In spring training you may not get as many at-bats being a catcher, but definitely kind of found my – niche and started um, feeling more comfortable. I went to Fresno and felt really good there too and um, just enjoyed the atmosphere a lot in Fresno and definitely a better hitters environment (laughs) to play in than the Texas League so I enjoyed that aspect as well. 2017 with Corpus Christi all year you hit one triple Mm -hmm. and it completed a cycle. Uh, I'm not sure have you had any other pro triples? I have I've had I think maybe three or four so that was pretty wild to like I think one in probably a thousand chance of that happening. Um, but, yeah, that was funny that it came right at the right moment. I'm not obviously the fastest, um, but, you know, I can move sometimes if if, if the moment calls for it. Like like if, you, if you're a triple shy of the cycle. And, of course, when you, go on up, when you go up there triple shy of the cycle, you're thinking about it, right? Yeah, no, I was. I was like, okay, like the only chance of a triple here is hitting it over the center fielder's head or getting it in that right center gap. And a lefty was thrown, and he kept one out over the plate, which I got in the right center gap. And I was like, okay, there's, I'm going through here, no doubt, no, no matter what happens. So, uh, yeah, it, I think they ended up throwing it home, which was nice, too, that there wasn't even a play at third base. So that was a uh, – definitely one of my happier moments <laughs> now you grew up Buford Georgia not too far from Atlanta Braves fan as a kid oh yeah I was yeah growing up I was a Braves fan watched McCann um uh being with Houston it's it's changed a little bit definitely mm-hmm. you kind of being with your own team you 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 almost don't even become a fan of a team besides you know the team that you are with so I kind of quit keeping up with them but um you know, obviously their success in the last year and their kind of rebuild, it's uh, definitely an exciting time to be a Braves fan. How weird was it coming to big league camp last year and seeing Brian McCann, who you grew up watching, play for the Braves? Yeah, that was cool. Um, you know, I was excited when he got traded from New York to Houston. Um, so it was really neat. He was kind of how I expected him to be, really nice, and um, didn't talk to you like you were in the minor leagues at all. Like It was very friendly, and it was really neat for me to, you know, get to – 
kind of be in the same locker room as him and see what he did every day and talk about his experiences in the big leagues and just uh, what kind of person he was. Jamie Ritchie, thanks so much for joining us and continued success. Thank you. Appreciate it. Forrest Whitley still on the mound as Colton Wong will lead off. And we're joined by Brian McTaggart, Astros beat writer for MLB.com, back up from the Astros clubhouse. And uh, you got a chance to, to hear from Garrett Cole. And yep. uh, obviously, I'm sure he talked about his outing, and I'm sure he also talked about the fact that it's publicly known now, not, it's, not that it's a surprise, but he's going to be the, the game two starter. Yeah, and uh, the first thing he said when we asked him about starting in game two is he's excited to face Charlie. Of course, Charlie Martin is going to start game two for the Rays, it appears. So he says they might have to put a little uh, side wager on, <laughs> on that. So he was – I know a lot of guys, when they go to Tampa, are going to be really, really excited to see their old pal Charlie, and uh, Cole's going to get a chance to face him in the second game of the year. So that's going to be fun. One and one count to Wong. Infield shaded slightly to pull. Pitch on the way. That's inside, and it's two balls and a strike. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, obviously players change teams all the time, Brian, and uh, it's it's part of the game. But when you consider what Charlie Morton meant to that clubhouse and meant to that World Series, fouled back into the screen, getting the final out, uh, and and just how special he he was in his two years with the Astros, it's a little different, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a guy that's always going to be a huge part of Astros lore. He was on the mound when the – when the game ended, you know, he won game seven of the ALCS and, and the World Series and um, just and just one of the good guys. I mean, every, everyone in that clubhouse likes him. Spanked the other way against the shift for Wong in the left field, and Colton Wong is on to lead off the top of the six. In fact, we awarded him last year the, uh, the good guy award. The baseball writers of Houston select a different player every year who's good with the media and good with fans and, and does stuff in the community, and, boy, that – epitomizes Charlie Martin. He was he was good about all those things. So it's it's uh, glad to see he's done so well because when he signed with the Astros, people were like, wow, I can't believe they were giving him that kind of money. And he turns around and signs, with, signs a $30 million deal with the Rays. So he's done pretty well. First pitch to Andrew Kinzer is lifted left field fairly deep. Going back on it is Tucker. Edge of the track to his left makes the grab. Tagging and on his way to second base and getting in just safely is Wong. Close play at second. And there is one out with a runner in scoring position for St. Louis. So obviously Garrett Cole has to be excited about that opportunity, though, being the, the number two starter. Of course, you're talking about a guy who's been an opening day starter. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty amazing when you think about the just the top two in that rotation. Of course, Verlander named the opening day starter today, and not not a surprise at all. Yeah, and AJ Hinch went out of his way a couple of times this morning when he was talking about that to to just mention how this wasn't as easy of a decision as maybe it appears. Um, and right. I mean, I think we all know it was, but I think that was just kind of a nod to Cole and um, how he he could be a guy that could anchor a rotation. Like you said, he started opening day before. Can't go wrong with either one of those guys, but certainly. Verlander, if he's on your team, is starting opening day. 11th opening day start for Verlander. First pitch strike to Dylan Carson, the 0-1. Another breaking balls over four strike, nothing in two. Well, pretty, about starting opening day, pretty remarkable thing. He's going to be facing, you know, the guy who won the Cy Young, one and two in the Cy Young. We're getting the same thing in the National League probably with Scherzer and DeGrom. That had only happened two times before ever in baseball history where one and two in the Cy Young started on opening day. And here we're going to have it in both leagues this year. That's kind of cool. Wow. What do you guys think of 
Swing and a miss at a breaking ball, and Carson down on strikes, two out. What do you think of the chances of Verlander really pitching until he's 45? I would not bet against him whatsoever. He he prepares as well as anybody. I think he's driven and motivated. I don't think he would say that and not have a plan to get it done. His, and it, his body's held up pretty well. I mean, he had a few injury problems, but he's kind of like Clemens to me in that his arm – uh, he really hasn't had many serious arm problems. His arm is uh, pretty resilient, and he takes care of his body enough, and he's driven and motivated enough to where he could do it. There's a strike on the outside corner to Scott Hurst. Some guys just defy that aging curve, don't they? Yeah, and he's one of them. And, you know, he's talked about wanting to get 300 wins, which is getting to be very, very rare. And he's he's a little over 200, so he would have to pitch a long time to get that. But that's a, that's a carrot that's out there for him that I think if he pitches to 45, he would have a shot at. A one, that's over for a strike. Just win 20 a year each of the next five years, right? That's and it. That's yeah, all that's you have all. to do. That's amazing. You think of Pete Rose with 4,200 hits, and, you know, that's 200 hits for, what, 20, 20 years? That's uh, right. <laughs> That just blows me away. But yeah, he's. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet against him. He's. He's still got a lot left in that tank. Whitley, a backwards glance. Now the 0-2. Breaking ball in the dirt that gets away from Robinson and goes to the backstop. Wong will go to third on the wild pitch. Were you able to get a chance to catch up with anybody else in the clubhouse just now? No, uh, Whitley. I mean, uh, Cole was the only only guy we talked to, and you know, he's. You know, he's had a great spring. He said he's. He's trying to work on uh, he wanted to work in his breaking ball a little bit more as this camp goes on his fastball I mean he obviously can throw that anywhere he wants at any time and that's his pitch so he he looks really good I mean it, um, you just hope that for the Astros sake that uh, he can keep this going for a, a couple of weeks and, and take it into the regular season what he got up to 60 something or around 60 pitches so I guess he's got a couple of more starts maybe he could get close to 90 and, and then maybe they'll ramp him down that, that final start but he looked really well. 1-2, swing and a miss, struck him out on a changeup. Hurst down on strikes, and the inning is over. Cardinals a leadoff hit, get a run into third, but that's all. Brian McTaggart, Astros beat writer for MLB.com. Always good to see you. Thank you. All right, you. guys, thank you. The Houston Astros Radio Network. That ball is gone! Steve Sparks, Robert Ford. And you can kiss it goodbye! This is the Houston Astros Radio Network.